Epsilon episode, and that's a bucket. I'm just going to roll in and do a Kohogan Fights one, because that's shit I wanted to talk about. Uh, and I feel warmed up, so we'll go. I guess first, yeah, Cyborg, just, you know, <laughs> I'm wearing my telework uh, pants, which means boxers, but... Uh, can you see that? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Slippage. Slip, slip, slip. Pop it back in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can't remember where I saw it, but... She, so, she was doing a thing where she's selling her merch. He could buy it using... I think Bitcoin. Um... But, that, like, yeah, so she's selling all the shirts and shit for her merch, and it's... You had to buy it with Bitcoin or whatever. Like, oh, that's cool. So now maybe <clears throat> down the line, oh look, look, children back in the day it was a novelty to buy things with fucking digital or uh, cryptocurrency. But anyways, yeah, yeah. So that's where this is from. But uh, yeah, I remember. So <laughs> yeah, I guess let me talk about this. Cyborg, man. When Amanda Nunes knocked. Her out, I could, I mean, I don't think anyone believed it, but there were so many years where it was like, uh, Chris Cyborg was the scariest person <laughs> in fucking MMA. Well, I mean, scariest woman for sure. And for sure, tons of dudes would not fight her, I bet. I for sure wouldn't. <laughs> I'm fucking nobody, but I'm sure there's a professional fighter. She knocks dudes out, I bet. But anyways. Right, let me back up a little bit too. So, <clears throat> women's MMA. How originally when I started watching, um, or how, how do I say? It? My first idea. I say my, I can't say my first introduction to female MMA because I saw. Fuck! I wish I, I remember. I've talked about it before. My stepdad took me to in. I was in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Fuck! I don't know if, how old I would have been. 16 or 18 maybe so it was like 20 years ago man i have to go back and i asked him but he hasn't responded to me or he didn't he never answered my me about it but uh so i don't know what the the um promotion was and i don't remember any of the names of the fighters i don't remember but i remember he took me to it and it was like one of the coolest things i ever saw and they had women's fights too and i remember the was fucking it was scrappy as fuck like they got bloody and we were we were just like one we, we didn't expect to see women fighting like just, that just didn't i think i don't think we even considered it uh and then when we saw it and i was like oh they have women fighting because you know they're all tiny too they're probably like 115 pounds or 125 or whatever fuck, i wish i could remember what the thing was but anyway so so then they're fighting but then they got at it i remember because like we're all bloody and we were just looking like holy shit it's like they, they fucking got at it so this is the first that was my that was like my i guess introduction to women's mma or females fighting in mma or whatever but like my my i don't know not not memory but the the, the my <clears throat> like the first thing my how do i say it? my first idea about women's mma is gina carano so when I originally, when I thought of 
women fighting that's what that's the first person i think of and that's the first person like first specific female fighter i ever fought as when i <laughs> back fuck, i don't remember how many years ago it was but whatever that was to me gina carano was women M women's mma and, that, and i also didn't know also i didn't i mean i watched pride and you know ufc came, was around and then was there a couple other big ones but i remember pride for sure and then when ufc came out pride i mean i had fucking dvds of pride uh that i got <laughs> in the philippines in, in capo market <laughs> so probably not you know uh what do you call it regular release or whatever probably pirated but <laughs> but i remember i i remember getting fuck. damn i think i threw away my old i used to have those dvd cases fuck i wish i guess it doesn't matter but it'd be cool to have just to, so i wouldn't know but um yeah yeah so pride blah 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 so i didn't and at the time i didn't realize or think about that there were different promotions and full candor i did it I don't think I, like later, like ten years or something down the road, I didn't realize that there were other promotions besides UFC when I got back into. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me start back at there. So, <clears throat> back at that time, my idea of when I thought of women fighting, it was Gina Carano, and so she, I was like, oh wow, she's badass, and also easy on the eyes. And, uh, she, and then she was like showing in movies. I remember she was in, uh, uh, fuck, what's that guy? Ocean's Eleven, Girlfriend Experience, Soderbergh, Soderbergh, um, Haywire is the movie. There we go. I think Haywire. I think Channing, Channing on my Tatums was in that too. That, that's the one, right? But anyway, so she was in that. And then, cause I remember watching it too, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is. The kind of this is the woman I want to see in uh, action movies. So I was like, I feel like Gina Carano could beat me up. I feel like if anyone is gonna fucking like get in a fight with a dude in a hotel room and fucking catch catching a jumping armbar or whatever she does to him, there's like, yeah, that's the one. That's I believe that. I don't believe Angelina Jolie, fucking Tomb Raider is fucking running around beating men up. No, like going blow for blow. No way. She's, I mean, she's tall, but she's like wispy. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I love her as an actress or actor or whatever, and her movies, all that stuff. But saying like, like watching her and be like, oh yeah, she could fight a two hundred pound man. No, <laughs> I mean, I don't think Gina Carano could either. How if and however, she definitely. I mean, there, I, I, I believe that there are two hundred pound men that Gina Carano could fight. You know what I mean? Guys that whatever but anyways it's that's the point of me saying that is watching her i was like yes this is uh, a, a woman that i can watch and i don't feel like i have to like suspend as much disbelief you know what i mean <clears throat> do you know what i mean <laughs> uh and then when wonder woman came out like i was like fuck i want gina carano to be wonder woman it's like like when they kept announcing, and I saw something where she was like wearing a Wonder Woman. I was like, yes, that is what Wonder Woman looks like to me. She's a fucking strong ass looking, le she's strong ass body at all. And she doesn't look like the wind's going to blow her over. And I was like, I wanted it to be Gina Carano. I mean, I like, uh, gosh damn it. What's her name? 
Fuck, 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 fuck. What a dum-dum. How do I forget? Uh, oh my goodness. What a fucking imbecile. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman. Fuck! How could I forget her name? Anyways, I'll, I don't need to put it up. Everyone knows her name. Anyway, so yeah, Wonder the Wonder Woman. Not Linda Carter, the, the now Wonder Woman. Uh, her name's gonna pop in my head. But anyways, when she, that came out, I was like, no, too skinny. Fucking, that was on Wonder Woman fucking thighs. Come on. It's like, Wonder, blah, blah, blah. But she, I, she was great. I liked her. In everything except for Wonder Woman 1984. No, 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 she was good in that. The movie was not good. She was good. All the actors in that movie, Pedro Pascal, fucking, oh, they were all great. It was some things about, I don't know, I'll talk about it later, but, or it doesn't matter. Who cares what I think about Wonder Woman 1984? But I was looking up forward to it. But anyways, the whole point of all this, blah, 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 that was my idea of women fighting, and, a, like, that's what a, you know, like a, a woman fighter was, to, in my mind, was Gina Carano. Then... <laughs> I remember and then so when she's gonna fight cyborg <laughs> this is a ugh, this is, it's gross <laughs> this is how when I used to watch um women's MMA well MMA in general when it started out I would um when I didn't know who the fighters were I would go for the American I would choose the American, the, or I would choose yeah the American. If there was an American, then I would choose a Brazilian, and if there wasn't a Brazilian, I don't remember what my uh, <laughs> criteria was. But that was pretty much just like all right, whoever the American is, that's who I'm gonna go for. Uh, if there's two Americans, I don't remember how I divvied it up, but probably by race. <laughs> I was just joking. Uh, but that's how I did. It's like all right, American, the Brazilian, then whatever. If I didn't know who they were. And then for females, it's like, whoever's hotter, that's the one that I want to win. <laughs> whoever I what felt I was most attracted to. You know what I mean? Uh, and and then, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's how I would, I would pick the fight. So, like, so Gina Carano worked out great for that. She's good looking. And she, she was kicking, beating ass. And then she got, she got the fight with. Uh, cyborg, and I was like, looked at cyborg. I, you know, what I mean, we all know, and I was like, <laughs> this is how stupid I am. <laughs> I was like, Gina Carano's way too hot to lose there. <laughs> That's how I, you know, uh, fucking did the math in my head. <laughs> Uh, but I, also I think in, in the beginning too, uh, I'll, I'll get into that. Like it, women's martial art or MMA in the beginning, especially in the UFC, like the big part of it was they try to get, you know, uh, it's called objectively attractive. I think they call it marketable. <laughs> they wanted women that they called marketable, marketable. But anyways, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Maybe if I get there. Uh, but what I'm talking about now, <clears throat> so yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm going to say this because it's what I thought in my head then. It's not what I think now. So this is just for context and as a measure of my personal growth. 
And also, because it's, it's a true thing that I thought, and I think it's, even even now, me looking back on it, I'm like, ugh, that's a rough way to, like, think about things. But I think it's important that people are able, that we're able to do that. Because how are people are people ever supposed to grow if all we do is pretend like we're, we've, we are, we always are, always have been whatever the current um, standards are. You know what I mean? It's like when I was a kid, we were allowed... We played smear the queer. I I didn't know what queer was or any like that, but we play and our parents knew like like oh what were you doing oh we we're, oh, were like running the house it's like oh, I need my football we're gonna go play smear the queer. Parents like okay have fun. <clears throat> but like that at the time back in that was like okay that was like uh right that was just the SOP the reg the standard operating procedures for everybody back then. I know look now we know it's like. It's not, it's not uh, right because one, just the name itself, smear the queer. It's about fucking gay back, like literal violence. <laughs> but we obviously we didn't know. It's who you you throw the ball up, and then whoever catches the ball, that's the queer. And then you have to smear them, which you know it rhymes. So so you just tackle. So you you know you throw the ball up, whoever catches it, and then you, that's the person you got to tackle or whatever, and they gotta. Uh, fucking evade or whatever. I think that's how it worked. And then whoever tackles them, then they win. And blah blah blah. This is when kids played outside. Most of y'all don't know about that. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so may, maybe playing outside promotes violence, not video games. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I, I think it's important that people that we're able to talk about. Or point out or highlight these things, especially and even, even and especially in ourselves. So, <clears throat> yeah. So back then when I saw, it, I was like, "This bitch is too ugly to fucking beat Gina Carano." That's what I'm thinking in my head. That's logic in my head at the time. That makes sense. <laughs> and like me looking back, of course, this is like I don't know, 15 years ago, probably. So I'm significantly younger. And, uh, so now with the benefit of hindsight and, you know, life experience, I can look back and be like, what a fucking idiot. But at the time to me, that was logic. It made sense. And that's back then. That was the kind of thing you could say, you know, it was okay to, it was accepted to say out loud, uh, or acceptable, accepted, acceptable. Um, but um, but um, but um, and so anyway, so then that fight happened. And uh, Cyborg made Gina Carano not so hot. She fucked her up. I mean, no, I, I'm saying that jokingly, playfully. I, I, was trying, I was trying to say in a funny way that she was fucking smashed her face. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't believe it. I was so heartbroken. <laughs> I think there's four fights. I'm trying to think in history that like took a piece of my soul I, I, I think I've talked about it before but it's like um damn uh well one of them when Sugar Show got his uh perennial nerve or whatever kicked by Cheeto that fight I was like Ugh, I felt like a piece of my soul came out and then uh you know when Prince Oberon 
spoiler alert, Game of Thrones spoiler alert, when uh, Prince Oberyn gets his uh, head smushed by the mountain. Ooh, who has a fight coming up? I'll have to look the thing up, but I'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah, yeah, the mountain. He has a fight coming up against Eddie Hall, the uh, former strongest man in the world. He's from somewhere in England. Edinburgh, maybe? I don't know. I don't even know where that is. In. I don't know where he's from, but he's from the UK, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're going to fight. It's supposed to be the heaviest, heaviest, what do they call it? It's like the heaviest fight or heaviest match in history or whatever because they're fucking both. I mean, it's, it's uh, what's his name? Uh, Bjorn Hap, Hapthor, fucking the mountain that rides. He broke a thousand-year-old Viking record for lifting up a heavy fuck. I can't remember if it's a rock or a, uh, a log or something like that, but... To these Viking dudes, they've been doing it for thousands of years, and he broke a thousand-year-old record. And think how crazy that is. That he's got—I mean, I don't know if they test. They gotta be on steroids. They gotta be. And even if they're not on steroids, the food and medical uh, resources that we have now—like, think about it. dudes were doing that shit a thousand years ago just from being alive. Fucking from, you know, raping and pillaging and eat and then eating whatever food they got. And then they did this fucking thousand or thing, this record that stood for a thousand years until somebody that was born in a hospital and fucking drink can, you know, just fucking just IV and protein powder and go to the doctor and hook up shit to you. And that tells you how every part of your body is working a thousand years later to that. That's what it took to beat this old fucking record. But anyways. Human beings are, oh, the world is, the whole world, it's beautiful and crazy to think about. But anyways, he has that fight. Maybe I'll, I'll talk about it if I remember here in a second. Uh, <clears throat> oh, but what I'm thinking about, yeah, the Discord, fuck. Uh, maybe I'll put a link up. Yeah, yeah, join the uh, Huggy Mon Salon Discord. Got a bunch of little channels in there. I'm looking at my computer. I'll get right back to Cyborg's name, but. Ugh. One of the things I put in here is under one of the channels uh, is knocking the news. Uh, and then I'll put up like fight announcements. And then I also like make my own little spreadsheet of fights that are coming up so I can keep track. Because I, oh, excuse me, keep track of uh, all like uh, obviously UFC, Bellator, PFL, Invicta. WLC World Let Way Championship, uh, but they haven't had anything in a while. Uh, who else? What are the other promotions? Cage Fury, LFA, uh, Submission Underground. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. But anyways, all of those. Yeah, instead of me naming off all the shit, that's the reason I make the spreadsheet, so I don't have to remember it. But anyways, I put those up in the Discord too. Uh, <clears throat> and. Uh, there's other fights up like just videos just whatever shit there's a whole bunch of different channels in there it's not just for just uh fighting stuff but actually oh i can oh yeah bkfc oh yeah um yeah i'll talk about those in a sec uh oh here we go so the fight is gonna be right now september 18th i'll put a thing up september 18th Half Bjorn, half poor Bjorn's son, the mountain who rides the first Eddie Hall, world's strongest man, 
And then, I don't know, there's a Hepner versus Bridges is the, oh, for the uh, undercard match. I'm not, I don't know who those guys are. There's another, th I've just now gotten into watching boxing also. Because before, I used, used to drive me, I, like, I before I got into, like, watching MMA regularly, I would, I would buy the pay-per-view fights. Uh, but the thing, it, but then after I started watching MMA, one of the benefits was that, like, UFC happened on Saturday. <clears throat> so, like, my first biggest, like, uh, jump into, I guess, uh, MMA or watching MMA and stuff was, like, during, while I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, and then I would get the pay-per-views. But it was great because the fights were on Saturday. So, I can get fucking hammered and watch the fights. And then Sunday, just, like, recovery. But, like, boxing was always on Sunday. So, it's, like. I probably still got drunk on Sundays too, but anyways, and then fuck, I said there was two benefits to it. Oh, but I think the whole point of it is like, the, so I started watching boxing, uh, and I enjoy it. I, and I think also more because now I started like I pay more at, like, cause before I, I just wanted to see, you know, brawls and let them breathe like that kind of thing. But now I'm more, I'm interested in like the actual each of the like the fighters their styles and their stories like i like to know what like what um gym they're at and what other you know their coaches and the training and then looking at their different styles and when they're actually in the fights and trying to understand the actual uh process and then the sequences and their combo like so i think now that i've switched my mind more into uh wanting to understand uh, fighting from a more of a technical standpoint than just seeing blood. Now that's also that's also part of why <clears throat> I think boxing. Uh, now I'm because before boxing I was like, ugh, it's boring. It's like uh, all they do is you know what I mean. Because like after watching MMA, like <laughs> it's like if I had to choose between watching a MMA fight and a boxing match, pff, boxing match easy. If it's between. Oh, it's almost like even if it was between like a street beefs and watching a fucking boxing pay-per-view, like I'd almost rather watch street beefs because there's just more, you know, there's more action, there's more to it. But now, uh, having said that now, like with boxing, like I appreciate th the art of boxing itself more and, and understanding the competition within that set of rules. So I appreciate that. Yeah. That competition, but in that set of specific rules. And I think also, cause I was started watching uh, a lot of grappling stuff, which I feel like that should be it's probably, or just, yeah, definitely. I feel like you could say it's boring compared to, um, boxing. Cause like boxing, you know, there's act, like, there's impact and act like, I mean, grappling is entertaining if you like to, the same thing if you're you're watching the intricacies of it you know it's like watching i guess checkers instead of chess i don't know it's like watching <laughs> dodgeball instead of watching <laughs> chess but um yeah 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 so i said all that to say like I said, yeah i appreciate boxing uh but yeah so i don't know who these guys are but and then also on that card uh avril Matthew versus steffi cohen that's so Steffi Cohen. She's a like a I think she has like 25 world records for powerlifting. Uh, or Dr. Steffi Cohen, 
and she started boxing. She did her first pro uh, match. Uh, it was like Night of Knockouts in Cuba, I think, or something. Uh, did I talk about it? I mean, I watched it. It was good. I mean, the... You know, I feel it's like... Yeah, yeah, Anyways, I feel like... Didn't I not talk... Did I talk about it? I think I talked about it. I don't know. Anyway, she's on that card, too. So, Bjorn... Bjornson, uh The Mountain Who Rides. That he's going to be... Him and uh, Eddie Hall headline that. And then she's going to be on there, too. So, cool to check out. Uh... For, yeah, yeah, so I was talking about Cyborg. Oh, yeah, yeah, beginning of women's, my idea of women's MMA. And then uh, when, yeah, yeah, also then after uh, Cyborg, oh, man, she wrecked Gina Carano. And then, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. My that was my idea of it, and then uh, you know, then Ronda Rousey came in and took over, and then, and then Amanda Nunes. Oh, so that's the other part too. Like at, for sure with the UFC in the beginning, I feel like a lot of the the female fighters, like the way they put them on the there's like I said, they want they were getting women that they call could call marketable. You know what I mean? Which is like code word for people like to look at them <laughs> i guess or you, you they like to see them or hear them or listen to them you know what i mean like i was like conor mcgregor that's marketable they market them like people they generate interest you know and unfortunately it, even still on the male or female side unfortunately um just performing well or even just winning isn't enough to be marketable like especially in the social media age like like i mean look at <laughs> the you know who's <laughs> i don't want to say their names but I, but so i i don't i don't i feel let me back up I think I came out and said it. <laughs> I was like, "Fucking Jake Paul is like, motherfucker. He he did it. He grew on me. Uh, he swung me like, and because like uh, leading up to the Ben Askren fight, like, oh, I just couldn't, all I wanted to see him get murdered, and in the ring or in real life, <laughs> just hated him. I don't even completely have. And like looking back, I'm trying to think like, what is my good reason for like having that much? emotion about a person that i wanted like if i had seen a newspaper article that uh they're like oh jake paul found murdered in stockton california i would have cheered i would have cheered i would have took a day off from work i would have fucking just jerked off all over myself it, it would have i would have been so happy but like thinking about like why like what about this like what has that dude done that <laughs> generate that kind of emotion in me and back then, you know, I was like, oh, he's some fucking just YouTube punk, some little fucking bitch off the Internet that now he's trying to like he does prank videos and this and that, which all that is true. But how if and however. All right. He did that fight with Ben Askren, knocked him <laughs> first round knockout. 
And still, people that fucking calling it fake. We've never... Anyone that's been punched before will like see that and be like, yeah, that's... <laughs> you, you can't fake that. You know, unless... Don't, the, the only way he would to say it was fake is this is saying that Ben Askren like went in there and planned like try like he leaned in to get you know what I mean to be not like he was not trying to get knocked out uh, but anyways so that happens uh oh yeah 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 well I mean I guess there's some there is some little stuff that I'm like what the what a the, the the thing with the hat, the gotcha hat thing, I was like, dude, like, and I get like, yeah, everyone's talked about it to death, so, <laughs> but so that and that's part of it too, even that, so he is like he, he he's coming out of this, a, a uh, attention generating industry. Where it's almost like a no holds bar. It's like oh everything, anything for for the anything for the gram, anything for the views. Like hey the 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 ends justify the means, and that you know the ends are hey if we if this is viral then it's worth it. Like if I piss on your mother, and it's viral then it's hey we all win. You know it's worth it kind of thing. I'm, I'm not saying that that's a thing they would do or whatever, but I'm I'm being hyperbolic to to make the point that. They're coming out of an industry where it's about attention. And he's going into one where there is that huge side of it where, like I was saying, like does, even if you, like nobody cared about Habib until Connor. Uh, like, <laughs> and even Tyson, even Tyron Woodley, like, he's not exciting. He was a, he was a dominant champion for a little for a while and i mean he you know he won he wasn't ever i don't think it was i mean he knocked some dudes out but it wasn't exciting he, i don't know i never thought he was exciting <laughs> his rapping i don't know i think matt sarah loves his rapping but i think he might be the only one but anyways the point i'm making is oh, fuck i hear someone walking up the steps Sorry, I'm checking my cameras. Uh, oh, maybe not. I've been hearing my stuff. Fuck, man, I threw myself off. Um, but yeah, yeah. So he's coming out of it and the uh, attention-generating industry into one where, like I was saying earlier, yeah, even if, even if, like. <clears throat> Like yeah, with Habib, like as dominant as he was, nobody really cared until he his beef with Connor. So it, there is also that side of it where, especially in this day and age, especially where you have to generate, where the interest is generated, and maybe this is part of because like in boxing, like they talk about like all the people that are like like Floyd fifty and zero, or in boxing is kind of like unless you're something in O, then you're not like a, what do you call it? You're not going to be like the like uh, main card superstar, pay-per-view superstar, because that, that's how they market. That's how they generate interest is. They're like, oh, well, if you're 
if you're not something in O, then you must be a bum. And that's how they generated the interest. Is everything, oh, whatever, whatever, an O boxer is fighting. And it didn't, and then obviously when there were feuds or whatever, that helped sell the best. But it was kind of like that was the interest generator was being able to say, oh, this undefeated fighter, let's see if they keep it up. But now, <clears throat> with social media, like you can, you can, you can generate enough interest in the f- fight without without being like a proven fighter in the first place like the Pauls have done and and now but now they they so now they've parlayed that the attention getting into the getting fights and I mean one of them has been winning but it, it, even still yeah it's 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 almost as much about the spectacle leading up to the fight as it is about the spectacle of the fight. They're almost equally important. And in some ways, sometimes it's even more important that the spectacle leading up to it that generate that interest is more important than the actual fight almost. Which... Uh, We'll leave me. I'll talk about uh, BKFC in a second, but that that kind of goes to that. It's like with Paige Van Zandt, she just fought BKFC 19, I think, and she lost. She's 0 and 2 in the BKFC, but people still. I mean, she she still generates interest. People still will want to watch her fight at least one more time. If she's 0 and 3, it'll go down. But anyways. So going back to what I was saying about the Paul brothers. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, long story short, I started out for some <laughs> like, I had so much hate. Like, I, I was like, Ugh. And then every, I, and also, part, like, everything, that, like, that stupid shit with the toilet paper and uh, Dylan Dennis and all that shit. I was like, oh, these little bitches. I just can't, I just, you know, just praying for that day that they get, get their asses kicked. But... Now, or Jake specifically, not Logan, but uh, so, but now, look at what he's done. So he got those fights. What is he, 2 0 now? 3 0? And now he lines up this fight with Woodley. Oh, oh, and as part of that, he also went over, he went from Triller. Now he's at Showtime, uh, Showtime Boxing, which is like a legitimate boxing promotion right so now he's in the lane of like being actual like you know being a real professional boxer so i mean whatever his skills are he he's doing it (laughs) he's writing his own fucking rules and i think that's part of is what swung me is you man you like this kid has got to be like a, like I always looked at him. I was like a little bratty fucking bitch, but like watching just his character arc of the last two, two years or so. Cause I really didn't even know who he was until um, like the last year. I think, I mean, I heard of him or whatever, but didn't really know until this last year. But in that t- period of time, you can't argue with what he's done and it's you can't say that he he's happenstanced into 
where he is at right now. And I think, oh, I think that's part of what's separated too before, because I was like, oh, fucking just rich. Some rich fucking YouTube kid that's just had everything handed to him, you know, fucking born with a silver spoon in his ass, and 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 then so he just, you know, he had a lot of, you know, fucking Instagram YouTube followers or whatever, and so he fought a YouTuber, and then, but then he got the fight with Askren, like, all right, and then he fucking knocked out Askren, all right. I mean, you can say you want like oh, Askren didn't go and prepare, but but that's not what we were saying before that. Everybody, all of us, we were like, yeah, Ben Askren is going to, don't you remember the wars he was in, Robbie Love, this, that, I was saying all the same shit too, but that's the spectacle leading up to the fight, that, that what I was saying, the whole spectacle, it complete, I didn't even think about fucking Askren's, um, I already talked about too, he fought at fucking, uh, welterweight, so 170 pounds his whole career, Jake is like, Oh, I think he cuts down to 190 for his fights. So he's already, he's a bigger, and he's bigger athletic. And Askren is smaller, and then now he's, you know, he's in the dad bod club. And uh, still a great athlete, but, you know what I mean? He's not a fucking 20-something-year-old, 200-pound young man, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and he's never been that. So then, yeah, looking back, I'm like, oh, but... What did Jake do? He got us to fucking think that ask like that this was a real fight, like or not real in a sense, like that it's was fake, but real and like that ask Ben Askren had a bit a, more of a chance than with, and I'm still mad. Like I don't know, maybe Ben Askren had applied himself, like he, you know what I mean, looked like he didn't try at all, but even still, <laughs> he's the fucking knocked him out, and he's 190 pounds. Anyways, and then, um, yeah, so I did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then, and then he gets into, so then, he, yeah, he does that. Boom, moves from one to the next, and then now gets his fight, Woodley. Real fight. And he, oh, and then he, now he shines with Showtime Boxing. So now it's like, all right, like I. <clears throat> Like I don't wake up, <laughs> wake up hoping he dies now. I, I I'm in, invested in his fucking journey now. Cause I'm interested to see how it turns out. Cause I'm not rooting against him. And I, I mean I'm not gonna say like, oh I fucking love him now. No no I'm not saying any of that. But I'm so I'm now just a step down. I'm not actively rooting against him. Now I'm interested in seeing how his story unfolds, or whatever it is. And and even on top of that, it's almost, I'm all, it's, it is like I'm rooting for him. I mean, I want, I want Woodley to win, but also now, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I care if Woodley wins. Because <laughs> before it was like, you know, it was all about MMA against Jake Paul. On this other thing he's done, that's fucking genius. So now, and he's coming out talking about there, there needs to be uh fighter pay. So now he's taking shots at Dana. Like one he started out with cuz Dana bet the million dollars on uh on Askren, which I guess he never paid. And 
so now, so Jake Paul's coming at him for that, being like, oh, yeah, you didn't even pay your fucking that. He's like, hey, how about you pay your fire? Look at what I'm able to do and the money that I can make or the money that I can make. And, like, even Ben Askren said, like, even just going in there and getting knocked out, he made more in that fight than he's made in any of his other fight. And he was a fucking two-promotion champion. He's an international world fucking champion. Champion. Was he undefeated before the UFC? I feel like I should know that, but I'll look. I'll put it up there. But anyways, look at fucking Ben Askren's fucking resume. He was at the top. Well, I mean, I guess UFC is the top. But still, he was like, wasn't he was WEC champ, and then he was like one champ at, at one FC. So he's a world champion, world champion in multiple MMA promotions. And a fight with a like one and oh YouTuber, he made more money in that fight than he did in any of those other fights. So coming in and getting knocked out, he got paid better than in any of the fights that he fucking worked his ass off his whole life. Like he, he, not even talking about what he did in wrestling. Like Ben Askren's fucking right. He is he should have I don't know if they give up they should give up. PhDs for fucking fighting. He probably should have one of those. Ryan Hall as well. Man, that hurt. That's an, that one hurt. Anyways. Uh, George St. Pierre probably. But anyways. But anyway, yeah. Ben, like, people, I don't know, kind of gloss over. <laughs> he has the, the viral knockout of him being knocked out now. But he's a meme now. But. Yeah, just looking at that resume, he, because it's it's like if a person with that resume isn't making Conor McGregor money, well, nobody's making. But that's the thing, the spectacle. Well, I mean, also Conor, he came in, he was, he took the thing by storm too. So it's it's it wasn't only spectacle. It was a huge. It, it is a huge part of his thing, but. What I think the point I'm trying to make is someone with Ben Askren's resume of just looking at and like I said, even for all his fucking wrestling he did and everything he did as a wrestler then and then into MMA like that's he's like the elite of the elite when it comes to fighters and It's crazy that, so it's like, I feel like the elite of the elite of the fighters should be making the elite of the elite of money, right? It's kind of seems, whoever's at the top of technical skills in a field, you'd think they would be making the most money, they should be making the most money in that field, but that's not how it works. That's not the market. So it is partially, it is huge, like I said, it's usually, sh- it's show business as well. It's fight business and show business. And I think that's what I was going to say about the Ben Askren part of it. But anyway, so then, <clears throat> so yeah, so he, th- so then Jake Paul goes, does that, gets to Askren, now he lines up this fight. Oh, and then, so then he lines up the fight with Tyron Woodley. And, oh my fuck. Like, when it first happened, I was like, yeah, fucking Willie's going to beat his ass. This is a real, like, it's a real fight. 
I don't know. Willie's not convincing me of that. He sucks at <laughs> promoting this fight. And oh, and all the other part too is like, oh, this is the other. I was saying the other smart thing that so <clears throat> that uh, Paul has done is so now. So then he starts going after Dana, and then he's talking about fighter pay. Oh, that's why I was talking about all that shit. So because Ben Askren, he that's the most money he's ever made for fighting was that fight. And so then Jake Paul's going after Dana about um, fighter pay and saying, hey, look at the percentage. Like it cost uh, whatever the I can't remember what the percentage is. Maybe I'll put it up if I can find it. But it's something a crazy number like I can't remember what they said. Like so like for the NFL, like their budget is whatever and like whatever percent goes to, you know, the venue and the maintenance. And then there's a certain percentage and that's what goes to paying the players. And then for, like, the UFC, it's, like, the percentage that goes for paying the fighters, like, they whatever the cost of the promotion, and then they, that budget, it's, like, a t- it's like I feel like 15% or, like, less than 20% is what is paid to the fighters. Which, I don't know, it's easy for me to say and be like, oh, that's crazy, but I'm not involved in any of it. So, of course, I can be like, oh, how dare fucking Bill Gates make all that money and the fucking manager, the fucking employees don't make any, you know what I mean? Or I guess uh, Bezos is a better one. But because uh, I'm, you know, what I mean? I'm just a guy like sitting. So it's easy for me to say that. Uh, but it's interesting to look at those numbers. And, you know, it is a market. And, you know, it's kind of it's things that, you know, whatever progress. Eventually, maybe it'll get better. Uh, but anyway, so the, the the point of me saying that is of it, it's to point out that Jake is now. <clears throat> so when he it started out as Jake Paul against MMA, now with him, this is fucking genius picking. That's a good target to pick because he's not beholden to. He's in the fight world, but he's not beholden to Dana White in any way. He's, he doesn't need any Dana White privilege at all. He has his own privilege. So, because he fucking, he he built his own shit. He built his own. That's other fucking crazy genius. Thing. Like, that's what it's, it's not, you, if we're looking at the entire spectrum of it, of or the whole timeline of his life, you can't, we can't, I don't, we can't, I don't, I can't. With fucking good conscience or or feeling like I'm being objective or reasonable, say, oh, he just this, he just fucking Mister B- like you know bumblefucked his way into all of this shit. It's there's no way. There, it's it, even just the physical aspect of the training to get ready for fights, and of course you know he's got fucking millions, so he can pay all that money. To, but he's the one that still has to show up and do the training, regardless of how much money he has. That seems like having more money would be a, even you know bigger. To, turn or distraction from actually training but he's fucking getting there and he's doing actual training so that so you got to look at that so he has all this money but he's still fucking doing the actual training and then he's building every every everything that he has he's built he's building himself he's building it all it's not like it's not handouts or happenstance it may be like it's and i can say like looking back hindsight you know 2020 looking back at my Self thinking about how angry, how much emotion I had that generated me. Think because if I, I think part of it too is it felt like, oh look at this, 
kid that has everything and it's just handed to him. Because it's easy to, I guess, say that. Because when you look at a doctor, we don't go, oh, oh, look at this doctor. He just had everything. He has money because he had everything handed to him. He had the education. and No, no, he had to go and fucking do the work to get that. And it's the same thing with you. Because, like, <laughs> if everybody... Fuck. Gosh damn it. I, I was talking for like 30 minutes. <laughs> With I kicked the fucking power cord out and then the fucking mic cut off at like 48 minutes. And I was like at uh, an hour and 18 when I realized that the uh thing wasn't when I was fucking mic levels weren't popping up and down. So however many, what was that, 48, 58, an hour and eight, hour 30 minutes? Did I do that math right? 30 minutes. So for 30 fucking minutes and it didn't even fucking record. Gosh damn it. What a fucking imbecile. Gosh damn it. Ugh. So I was, I think, so the, it cut out at the part I was talking about. Fuck. I talked about so many, there's no way I'll remember it. Fuck. All the energy. Fuck. Gosh damn it. I'm real. I'm f- really pissed at myself right now. Like I, it, I'm. It's taking a lot out of me right now. Not to fucking punch the screen out of the fucking monitor right now. <sighs> Gosh damn! What a fucking idiot. All right, let's see if I can get through it. <laughs> Fuck. So the last thing that I was talking about where I kicked off the goddamn fucking microphone was. So I was talking about. um, So I was saying how, uh, you know. Yeah, we. Uh, God damn it. It's really frustrating. <laughs> oh, I want to stab myself. So badly right now I'm so upset I'm so mad at me And I'm I'm the one that did it (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fuck (sighs) (sighs) Alright 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 Get a hold of yourself I just kept thinking about all the shit that I said. I fucking lost. All right. And not that it's important. It's like now for me to do it again, it's not. I feel like it's not authentic because it's because I got excited about a lot of things. Gosh, damn it. All right. Fuck it. Shit happens. So it's talking about uh, people being at the when we think about people in their fields, being the elite, the top of the top in their field. We think that they will be getting paid uh, if they're the elite of the elite. They're they're the 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 technical. They're the elite of people that are performing the technical aspects of their industry or their field or whatever. You think that they're getting paid at the top two, which is not the case in fighting. Because. Uh, Fuck, I don't know if I said this part already, if it was in the fucking blanked out part, but it's like the spectacle 
the spectacle is almost this sometimes the spectacle is more important than the 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 actual fight the spectacle leaning at all the promotion leading up to the fight generating that interest to get people to tune in and watch or to fucking pay buy a pay-per-view and watch <clears throat> and fuck i don't know if i talked about this part yet uh god damn it the fight so the so i don't know so it's it's the thing oh this is so frustrating just because I don't know if I've already, what I've, <sighs> anyways, this is terrible to listen to, <laughs> just listen to me off and pop, uh, but hey, it's, it's my fucking emotions, I'm working through it right now, you have no, I, how, I just want to break something right now, like, I don't know why that is my compulsion, and why that, I feel like that would accomplish something or that it's productive, but I want to punch a hole in this fucking monitor that's in front of me right now. I want to smash it. I, I want to fucking stab myself. It's like, I just want to do physical violence to address the emotion <laughs> that I'm fucking feeling. It's a, that's weird, right? Like, why? I don't know what that is about. I mean, I guess not humans in general. Yes, but I, I guess we, we all do it uh, in our own ways and on our own fucking levels. I need an air cut. But yeah. Ooh, but ah, if you can't tell, I am working through this right now. And also, you know, first world problems is like the most frustrating thing that I'm dealing with. Come on, me. Come on, me. I've seen worse than this. Worse than the fucking microphone cutting off for 30 minutes. Or me kicking the fucking power cord out and then talking for 30 minutes. All right. I'm settled, I think. All right. So even if I talked about it, whatever. You, If you were along for the ride this long, you're still Whatever. You know how it is. Um, so I was talking about people being like praising fucking Ben Askren's... Um, Resume, if you look just the shit he did with wrestling, his fucking wrestling accolades alone, and then going into MMA and then being a fucking two, not not uh, two promotion world champion, international world fucking f- champion for fucking combat sports. And the most money he ever made for fighting was against Jake Paul and when he got knocked and he got knocked out. But. It's crazy, like, when you, it's interesting to, th- to to look at that. It's like a guy that should have a PhD, that if they gave out PhDs for combat sports, he should have one. And he, the most money he ever made was for fighting somebody that's a beginner. That has a, he, I think he was 2-0 and or 2-0 and or 1-0 and before he fought Ben Askren. It's like he... You think it's like, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a good comparison, but it's just, it's crazy to think about that or to, to, to compare that or to look at that. And so one of the things that, I don't know if I talked about it already or not, but that has swung me in the direction of Jake Paul is, and I think this is something else that a lot of people have come to relate to or uh relate to or something that 
uh, I guess, uh, common ground or something that people are, are able to now be like, all right, uh, I can't, I'm not against him on that. So it's Jake Paul. He's able to come out and speak out directly against Dana White. Fuck, did I talk about this already? Shit. But apologies. I mean, if I did, apologies for repeating. If I didn't, apologies for missing my fucking animated explanation. And who knows what the fuck I said? I don't even know. I just I just say shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of crazy shit I could have said. Fuck. Um. But yeah, yeah. Like even like because you think about Conor McGregor comes in, he gets to become like the biggest name in the sport. Um, but now, you know, they went away from the, like, pay-per-view, now they make their big money from ESPN, so they're not dependent on those pay-per-views, so they don't have to fucking suck off the pay-per-view stars, and, you know, bow to them, so now it's like, uh, like, no one has re- any bargaining power with Dana White anymore, no one has, you know what I mean, uh, <clears throat> everyone, All the fighters are, UFC fighters are beholden to him. Their he their contracts, he owns the rights to their livelihood. Their, he owns the rights, <clears throat> their fighting rights. Any fighting that they do, he owns the rights to that. Like they cannot do their livelihood, their life's work without his permission. <clears throat> so that. You know, so obviously severely limits the, uh, like if fighters want to speak out again, like, fuck, did I already talk about this too with like ESPN, uh, with Ariel Hawani, fuck, oh man, I wonder if that part got, was in the cutoff part, fuck me, well, I guess I'll go back and look, but if not, same thing, sorry for repeating, if I'm not, sorry that I get this fucking regurgitation instead of my original fucking rant. But anyway, so yeah, Errol Hawani is like the <clears throat> the face of MMA journalism. It's like he's been doing it since forever. He started f- f- his he made, built it from the ground up, his own show and everything. Got into ESPN, <laughs> then fucking it, the Dana White fucking blackballed him from UFC events. Like the guy that like is like the. I wouldn't stand for MMA journalism. Is that weird to say? Not even a lot <laughs> in UFC events. When ESPN was partnered with, so his employer was partnered with this promotion and who, who that was allowed to dictate, to influence the way that he was treated and, uh, and affect his access to fighters and to interviews. Like, he had to get a show with D- DC to be able to talk to UFC fighters almost. You know what I mean? Like, in which DC and Hawaii, what a great show that was. It's over now. This DC and RC, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but it's like, I don't know. Who's RC? Who is this guy? I apologize if he is, like, a former fighter or somebody in MMA, but I don't think he is. I think he's just, like, a sports analyst that they... Head come in. I have to look. My bad, dude. If, <laughs> I don't know who you are. <clears throat> My bad if uh, you are credentialed or whatever. But the impression I get is he's not. And at the very least, he's not Ariel Hawani. Come on. You can't 
you can't buy the rapport that him and DC had. The that just that the rapport and the knowledge and just the access to fight like. <clears throat> Ugh. Anyways, I'm not me uh, sucking Ariel's dick, but. <sighs> Oh, so uh, the point of me saying that is uh, just the, inf the the power, just to highlight the power that Dana White, the Dana White power that he has. Uh, so then now we have Jake Paul who comes out. He's in the fighting scene. We can't deny he's on the scene now. Did I say that already? He's on the scene. Uh, he's in, I mean, he's in converse with fucking Floyd Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor. He's in the fight. You know what I mean? We can't deny he's about to fight Woodley. He knocked up and he's in the fight fucking scene now. We have to, we can't, we can't yeah, say otherwise. But so now he's here, he's in the fight scene and he, he can fucking say all the things to and about Dana White that people in ESPN can't, that the fighters definitely cannot, uh, their coaches cannot, that any, like anyone that's, <clears throat> dependent on the UFC in any way cannot or partnered or whatever can, the, can, the things that they cannot say the, those pink elephants <laughs> sorry pink uh, Dana Pink <laughs> nobody can address the pink elephant in the room because then they're they're cutting their own pockets if they do and Jay Paul isn't limited by that he can he can Point it all out, and I think that <clears throat> has won him over a lot of people from MMA. When because before, when it was MMA versus Jake Paul, now it's turning into <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, dang it, it's a funny text, but I don't know if. If I don't say who it is, is it a violation of privacy for me to say the message without context? I think it is. I mean, it's not, right? <sighs> nah, it probably is. I won't do it. Dang, it's funny, though. I'll have to ask her later if I can repeat it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So he comes in and he's able to say the things to and about the people that nobody else can or that nobody else can or nobody or you know what i mean like people the people that can and do like i can talk about it all day but you know, who cares and who's gonna hear it but then comes in this kid who has this ah, everyone's like, that's great pack. he has uh re this he has this incredible he can he is at the top of the attention generating industry and he's not limited in the things he can bring attention to. So that I think it's a, it appeals to a lot of people for me. <laughs> bring it back. It may, I, uh, I'm not going to come. It's similar. I'm not saying he's Prince Oberyn, but it's similar to Game of Thrones when the Oberyn show or uh, Martell's show up. House Martell shows up because like originally like the Starks started out and we all love the Starks and they all start fucking getting murdered and killed and dying. And then uh, we're like, fuck the fucking uh, Cersei, uh, Lant the Lannisters. No one can touch these motherfuckers. They're just wrecking everyone. 
then the Martel show up and we're like, finally, somebody that is not only on like a level playing field that they actually threaten the fucking Lannisters. So I'm not saying that Jake Paul is the fucking Ober Martel and that fucking Dan Juan is house Lannister, but I think he would be a Lannister if he was in a, in a house. But anyways, <clears throat> I think that's a, that's a big, and that's a genius. If, if it's planned out or like ahead of time, or if it's just part of, uh, if it's tactical, more tactical than strategic, either way, it's genius and it's working because it's now it's shifting f- from, uh, Jake Paul versus MMA to Jake Paul, the, just the fighter. And then Jake Paul versus, uh, Dana White. So now it's like not, Oh, it wasn't Jake Paul against UFC fighters. Now it's Jake Paul against the top of the UFC, the management not the fighters. It's like he'll fight the fighters, but he's now he's really his uh, animosities. You can see him shooting it at uh, man to to a common target that everyone's like, oh yeah, fighters should get paid more. Fuck you for not paying them enough. You know what I mean? It's an easy uh, message to get behind or train to jump on. <clears throat> so pff, genius, genius, very smart too. So then, uh, so then, fuck, I wish I knew what I'd already said. Uh, <clears throat> so then, and then, so yeah, so yeah, so that, I think that's an aspect that, uh, Jake Paws, that if we lay out the, the, you know, the chapters of his story over the past two years, can't argue it's not. If I already said it, if he didn't, we can't say like he bumble fucked his way into it. That all happened by happenstance. Like he's been building this. Like even if it's not completely, you know, fully strategic. Like even tactically, his moves, his move, his uh, decisions, and his moves in those and blocks of moments have set up the next thing that set up the next thing. So even if you know he doesn't see, even if he can't say, oh yeah. In four moves, I'm going to be here. He still gets here. Or, he, yeah, yeah. So he still gets there by making certain decisions at each step leading up to that. Which is not an You don't accident. You can't act. You don't accidentally fucking flip heads, you know, every time. <clears throat> I always go for tails, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah. So, what do I want? Work past. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I th- and I think right before it cut off, the part that I said was like, I don't even know if I care if uh, Tyron Woodley wins. Fuck me. Did I talk about their whole little tiff? So yeah, even in their, if I talked about it, who knows? We'll see. Uh, in their, uh, the fight, the pre-fight press conference, like Tyron's responses were fucking lame. Uh, cause like, I guess Jake, like Jake Paul was saying, um, he's like, yeah, yeah, we made this bet that you didn't accept. So how about a new bet? And then Tyron's like, oh, I didn't accept that bet because it was, it was too sweet and I didn't want you to get the upper hand. That doesn't, (laughs) I don't track that logic. He's saying that you made a bet that was so in my favor that I didn't want to accept it because me accepting these great terms 
immediately would be a win for you. So this moral victory of you winning a moral victory of me accepting these great terms right away outweighs and the actual victory. Like, I don't follow the logic there, but like I said, I'm a fucking dumb dumb, so maybe it does make sense and I, I'm just too stupid to follow it. But me here sitting here thinking about it, I don't that doesn't that's that sounds like a excuse. It sounds like a not even a fucking response. Like <clears throat> if I said it already and it but it didn't record, I don't know. But it, it watching Jake Paul and Tyron Willie verbally spar back and forth just looks like it's not just just getting cracked and like yeah but anyways so so oh yeah yeah so he says that he's like yeah yeah uh we made i uh said whatever bet it was and then tyron says no 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 that bet was too good i didn't take it because it was too good and i didn't want you to have that advantage so then he says uh he's like all right well how about this new bet the loser gets the winner's name tattooed on him and then tyron is like he turns the response is to like they're talking to each other this is a challenge between the two of you this is a personal side bet and he turns to the crowd he's like oh what y'all think i think you have no confidence that's what i think when you respond like that it's like She's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm gonna get, I'll get it on my, we'll get it on the face. How about that? How about the loser has to get the winner's name tattooed on their face? You know, or something crazy, like, I don't know, something crazy, not like phone a friend. It's not that fucking, whatever that show was. Slumdog Millionaire, you know? Come on. It's, uh, and the other thing, because like, fuck, I, I think I, it got recorded, but. I said coming when I the fight got announced, I was like, "Fuck yeah, finally, someone that can beat his ass." Like Woodley is like someone that can beat his ass. It's gonna happen. But now I don't know if it it can. I'm not saying he can't beat him. For sure can beat him. I don't know that he will. I don't know that he has the heart for it. And I, and I mean, who am I to say what heart? I'm basing it on the spectacle leading up to the fight. I don't see it. I don't see Tyron. I don't see it. That to me, he's that he's not giving. He's not. He's not selling me the viewer, the fan. He's not selling me the message that he believes he can win. And that, like that's a huge part of you gotta. That's part of the spectacles. You got to perform. This fucking confident, this uh, dance, this con- dance of confidence. You have to cut, like, that's what the whole promotion is to generate that attention and the, the inter- interest. But I don't know that, like, Willie's not convinced, I'm not convinced by his, uh, you know, pre fight promotion um, performance. I'm not convinced that he believes he can win. It's like I'm feeling more and more that he thinks he's going to lose. And on top of that, it's like I don't know that. I, like I, th- I think I already said like 10 times. I don't know that I care 
And I came into it. That's all I wanted was Woodley to win. All I wanted was somebody to fucking beat, especially someone, uh, MMA fighter, to beat Jake Paul. That's what I wanted. And I think that I all the other fucking crazy shit. <laughs> like I was hoping that, you know, he would wake up and take a shit that was too big for his asshole and his belly exploded or something. You know what I mean? That's stuff I was dreaming about. For some reason, I don't hate animosity because he just generates that interest. And that was the interest that got generated me was seeing him fucking implode from uh, a bad burrito or whatever. And But now, and then when I found, heard uh, Woodley, he was going to fight him, I was like, yes, someone to beat his ass. But now, I don't know if I care that Woodley beats him. And I'm also I'm almost on the other side now where it's like I'm almost rooting for him. I want to see what he does next. His genius on his half, like I said, whether it's strategic or tactical, it's still gonna get him. I mean, it's it's now I'm on the ride. <laughs> I'm along for the ride. Uh, fuck. So, I guess that's what I have to say about. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that fight. Oh, let me see. What is the date? I think August twenty eighth or something. Let me go to the list in discord oh dang i only put july i didn't put august up yet but i think it's august 20th i don't know i'll put up the thing it's whenever it's whenever it is uh oh so then leading into that or from that uh uh oh yeah yeah, speaking of time willie so bkfc was uh over the weekend uh page Paige Fanzant and uh, Rachel Ostevich main carded. Uh, but at the event, so I guess Hector Lombard and uh, uh, Tyron Woodley had a beef at the fight. So, fuck. This is exhausting to go through because I just went through it and it's fucking stupid. Who's <sighs> hot in here? So. Basically what it is, so it's like, there's a, I think World Star Hip Hop, I think I can put the thing up. Uh, they There's a video, and it shows Hector Lombard and uh, Tyron Woodley, uh, like, facing off at each other. And they're talking. And I found out about it, my buddy, uh, where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The was supposed to come on. Oh, they're supposed to come on, but he's too scared or whatever. I don't know. He's being a little baby about it. Uh, but anyway, so he sent me, he was like, hey, you see Hector Lombard talk shit to Woodley? Had Woodley shook seven O's. And then I was like, oh, I believe it. Hector Lombard looks like he fucks knife holes in fresh corpses. <laughs> uh, I thought it was clever, so I wanted to reread that in case I didn't. <laughs> uh, what else are we talking about? Oh, uh, he says... Um, what's the next event? Oh, I said, I don't know. I only have July and August. Blah, blah, blah. And then he says, oh, yeah, because Usman and Covington got announced. I was like, yep, going to be flame, flame, flame. And he's like, honestly, surprised it took this long. I said, uh, Ali, uh, Ali, fuck, Ali Abdulaziz. Um, I mean, he's a, what is that? Their company. Anyways, if you know, if you know, you know, he's a fucking... You see, he's in like 
How many champions does he manage? All but anyway, so Ali, he doesn't want Kobe to get a title shot. This is what I, I was like. Yeah, Ali didn't want Kobe to get a title shot. I think he. So what I was thinking is that he was hoping Kobe would fight and lose, or someone else like another contender would come in during that time between the two Jorge Masvidal fights and then the Gilbert Burns fight. Like that way. So basically, I think Ali not stalling, but Ali was trying to like fill. Uh, fill other challengers in there so that uh, Kobe doesn't get the uh, title shot. I can't remember what it was. I was watching, maybe it was on a schmo, schmo zone or whatever. Or maybe, I can't remember where I saw it. There was an interview with uh, Ali, and he uh, he was saying how, like, what a piece of shit Kobe is, and uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the regular stuff about Kobe that we all think, (laughs) or that people say. Uh, And then he's saying that, like, he's like, hey, while I'm, the man or something is like he's never gonna get a title shot or something like that. So I think all this was like it's not stalling because fucking two Jorge Masvidal fights those are real fights, huge fights. Uh, Gilbert Burns like deserves, you know, fuck where's Leon Edwards and all this, <laughs> but. <clears throat> Damn! Oh, that does mean Leon Edwards isn't getting the title. Ah, uh, Leon and fucking Colby fight. Um, but anyways, then I. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So more, I said, uh, yeah, so he's trying to fill in the time in between all those fights. Blah blah blah. And then I said, I think Colby made a mistake sitting out this long, waiting for this fight. Usman is even better than the first time they fought, and he broke Colby's jaw on that one. So. We've seen Usman getting better, which, him getting better, come what? It's already dominant. Um, and then Kobe's been out, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and then the thing about Hector Lombard. All right, I'll put the thing up. So, yeah, so they're fucking facing off. Fucking face, I feel like uh, did I say that word? He's fucking facing off. Uh, so, they're, like, you see him, they're lying, like, standing in, and, uh, so Hector Lombard says, you smashed my side chick. So, <clears throat> man, I'll put it there. So, so he confronts him at BKFC in front of, it's a set, it's a fucking setup. He's got uh, someone recording him right there. And then he's like, oh, you smashed my side chick. That's disrespectful. You're not a real man. And and he goes, so he, he posts a thing, I think, on Instagram, too, where he lays it all out, where it's basically... Hector, like, five years ago, Hector Lombard was, like, he had a girlfriend, the chick he was banging on the side, I think she trained at ATT, too, and so they, uh, so she, like, hurt her knee or something, and then, uh, fucking Tyron Woodley was, like, go, was, like, helping her, and then I guess, like, long story short, Tyron Woodley, he fucks her, too, and as he was talking shit on, uh, Hector Lombard, saying, like, nobody at the gym likes him, this, and they're, like, talking, she's, like, oh, he's, over there with his girlfriend, and you're here all alone, blah, 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 saying whatever to fuck her. All right, fair game, I feel like. And uh, she wants to fuck him. She wants to, you know what I mean? Like, so what? And, um, oh, but uh, I guess Tyron Woodley was married at the time. I don't know if he still is now, but he was married then. So then Hector, so, all right, so on its face, what is Hector, like, what is he, where, how is he the good guy? Like, what? service is he doing here you know what i mean like he's coming into this like he he's either a victim or he's a fucking hero you know this is you know he's reviving chivalry so he's like uh oh you you 
you fucked a, a person that I fucked who wasn't the person who I had to like lie to the person that I'm you know what I mean like <laughs> even if you fucked my side chick my side piece like what what first of all <laughs> where's disrespected <laughs> you know it's like all right so he's talking sh- okay let's say all right it he did feel disrespected by Tyron Woodley having sex with someone that he also had sex with <laughs> all right he's offended by that and then he's like oh then in order to do it you you were slandering my name talking shit about me that's disrespect okay so fucking fight him or catch him you know somewhere not in public but to do it like oh so his answer is five years later to put all this personal information out about Tyron who was married at the time and I'm not excusing any but I'm saying it's like so now that's the kind of thing that you just you handle between yourselves like (laughs) so it comes into this like make this whole rigmarole like Oh, I'm being a victim or I'm being a hero or I'm a martyr. Like, what is his, what is he trying to present himself as? And then to Woodley, it's like, and then he's, and then he's also like, (laughs) it, the, the logic doesn't track, but I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, it's, he's trying to get a fight with a guy that's got a fight with Jake Paul. That's all it is. He's out of the UFC now. He's fights for BKFC. I don't know, maybe he's hoping to get a bare-knuckle match with Woodley after he fights Jake Paul, I guess. Maybe that's what he's trying to set up. But it's sloppy. Sloppy. Just fucking sloppy. Like, what is this high school shit? Like, snitching on him for fucking a girl that you fucked? And, like, ugh, swing and a miss. Like, uh... Uh, saying we have in the Marine Corps, good initiative, bad judgment. Like, great initiative. I, I I can't be mad at him. Yeah, make your money, Hector. You got, you know what I mean? That's that's part of the hustle. You got to fucking generate that interest. But with this high school bullshit, come on. <laughs> like, that's, if that's, all that shit is like, if you're really fucking butthurt about, that's the kind of thing you just fight a dude about. You know, you don't make a post on Instagram with all the details so that his wife or ex-wife now knows and now you're no skin off your back because you're not even dating the girl that you were you know cheating with the side piece on you know what i mean like or that you were having outside relations with so like that's so it's like no so it's like a complete it's like a it's a chump move and it's like completely safe you know what i mean it's like i don't know how what picture he was i don't know if, who cooked it up Who's his management? But come on, you got you got to do better than that. <laughs> that transparent bullshit. And it's even if it is transparent, even if we're like, oh, he's trying to set up a fight with that. You fucked the girl that I fucked five years ago, and it happened five years ago. You fucked the girl that I fucked that wasn't my girlfriend. Like what? Come on, like nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Go study Jake Paul. That follow that. That's the that's the dude to study. If you want to fucking promote a fucking fight, do that. Make up this fake fucking beef. About- <laughs>
Ugh. Man, I I just I want to. So I got this weird craving for refried beans. I don't know. On a burrito. I used to get. I hated fucking uh, taco salads before, which you know, obviously that's an American kind of thing, taco salad. Um. Oh, but uh, so I've been trying to cut down on, or not eat. You know, like uh. Bread and white rice, even though I love white rice, Filipino, carne, mm -hmm. but uh, so yeah, I think it's Siete, S I E T E. Is it is that the, the company? I'll put a thing up. They make taco shells, um, and chips that are made out of different stuff. They have like ones that are made from cassava flour, uh, almond flour, um, uh, some other stuff, but anyways. Fucking, they, they're great for tacos if you want the, like, low-carb, no-carb um, type thing. Sorry, but I'm uh, angry and hangry now. Now I really want fucking tacos. Uh, <clears throat> but anyways, I think I talked about... Oh, yeah, yeah, let me... Oh, yeah, let me... So, yeah, that happened at the BKFC thing. So, let me talk about that real quick, too. So, so uh, Paige, Fon Paige Fanzant and uh, Rachel Ostovich fought. Oh, also, Misha Tate made her comeback. Looked great. I was so happy. Like, she looked fucking hungry. Came in and beat the number 12 ranked. Is uh, uh, it Marion Riddell? Is that her name? Sorry. Apologies, young lady. Or old lady. I mean, woman of more years than me. Uh, whatever is respectable term these days. Uh, retirement fight. Cause she's like 40s on then, and she's like a school teacher, and she was number 12. Jeez. Man, I would not act up in her class. <laughs> but, um, anyways, yeah, Misha Taylor, great. Uh, but, oh, yeah, yeah. Fast forward. BKFC. Uh, la, la, la. Paige Fanzant and um, Rachel Ozovich. Rachel Ozovich wins. But the thing, Paige Fanzant, so <clears throat> her fight with Britton Hart, she looked super, not timid, but like she was real cautious. Like, yeah, she was like super cautious. She didn't really engage. Britton Hart, I'm going to, I follow her now. I think, or maybe she's Britton Beltran now. I think she's married Joey Beltran. Uh, she's a fun fighter to watch. At BKFC, I think she's like two and or three and two now, but she's fun to watch. Uh, I love, but she's really good. Like when she gets hit, she hits right back, and when she's in the, she's real active in the clinch. And Paige was not, but I mean, people have talked about this too. It's it's so the the BKFC rules are a little different because um, bare knuckle boxing. Because I guess the clinch, like you're you're allowed to clinch up and hold your. I think you can't hold their head down, but you're able to hold them in the clinch and still throw that, throw that, it's called dirty boxing, traditional boxing, I guess. But you're able to, that's part of the tactics of the, of, of bare knuckle fighting. And so Britton Hart, <clears throat> she did that a lot better. And, and her other fights that I watched, um, when I was watching them to see who she was before she fought Paige, that in Paige's fucking BKFC debut. Uh, Britton Hart, so she does. She's consistent with that, and I think like that win over Paige, and uh, 
I mean, shit, you got fucking Joey Belcher as your fucking partner. Whoa. Quite like, she's fired up. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to, or, yeah, excited to see her fight more. Uh, um, what else happened? Oh, yeah, so there's, uh, so they did a thing, it was like TikTokers and YouTubers. I can't, they called it, I can't remember, it was like a, a segment of the, uh, f- of the card where they had like different TikTokers and you like social media people fighting because when they called them out, they're like the TikTok star, fucking whoever. I don't know any of them, but it's my fucking boomer, I guess. But because <laughs> because like <laughs> the TikTok star, because I'm trying to th- like you know like back in the people were like call people celebrities and stuff so i guess they're because they're not as tiktok people aren't tech they're not like celeb because i could think like celebrity is like almost specifically for like movies and tv and definitely like la famous type people i mean obviously it's wider than that but i think that's like the general <clears throat> kind of like gen uh category or whatever uh so within there they're like not celebrity but they're yeah, the TikTok star, like the fucking announcement. Another thing, man. After Bruce Buffer, like any other, uh, what's his name? Fuck, I can't remember his name. The other guy that does, I think, a fight night announcements. Um, he's he's good. I like him, but like nobody after Bruce Buffer, like everybody else was like trash. <laughs> and then especially when they're announcing the TikTok star, like shut the fuck up. But anyway, so. But the fights were good from... Oh, they also didn't do bare knuckle. They had, I think, like 16-ounce gloves on. Um, But they were still entertaining. That's what I mean. They weren't good fight. I mean, well... Yeah, they definitely weren't like good from a technical standpoint, for sure. Not that I know anything about being technical, but... Uh, they were entertaining for sure. Like, uh, and I don't know who any of the people are. Uh, but they, they had some kind of beef. There's two TikTok guys and they fought. And the one kid, like, he was getting his ass beat. It's my bad dude. I'm a, I'll put his name up. That's my, I should have, I should have either written down his name or remembered. Because he got in there and they've, I mean, the, all of them. I'm pretty sure all the TikToker ones, they all went. Well, either way, they, they, I don't think any of them that I can remember, there were only four, I think, just two that stick out in my head, so maybe the other two there was, but in the two that I'm remembering, the the dudes, they went out it the whole time. What was that guy's name? Killer, Killer King? I don't know. I'll put their names up, or a picture or some shit, but, uh, and the one kid that got his ass whooped was good, for, like, he went all three rounds, got his ass whooped the whole time, but he, he kept coming, I mean, good for him, man. And he had his trainer or whoever his girl is. Good looking lady. But, uh. Or I find her attractive, I guess. Is that the way to say it? Um. um oh, oh, yeah. So then the other one is this dude. She's a rapper, Blueface. Uh. I don't, I don't know him, but, um. Maybe I'll look up some of his music or something. Fuck, I feel older and older now the more I talk. But anyway, so he fought 
Fuck, who did he fight? Did he fight the dude named Kane Trujillo? So he was a rapper and he was fighting a... Was this guy a TikTok or a YouTuber? I don't know. They were making jokes. They had, I think they had like special announcers come in for that specific portion too. People that are more plugged into this uh, talk TikTok shit. But uh, dude looked good. He came out. He was a switch stance. I mean, he was long. He he's using his range. Uh, but he looked. I mean, I I I want to see him fight again. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting. Oh, and then, but at the end of the fight, some dude jumps in the ring <laughs> and I think tries to take a swing at him or something. So then the dude, Blueface, is like hitting the dude. And then the BKFC president, I don't know the guy's name, he, um, because he's standing right there and the guy comes up in the ring. He comes up behind him because you see, like, uh, the dude, Blueface, he's like, talk, may I just put up a little thing? That's why, why am I describing it? It's idiot. Uh, Maybe I can put up a little thing, hopefully. Uh, but anyway, so then he hits him. But the, the funny thing to me was the BKFC. Because that first one, it happens. Like, you can't tell what's going on. And uh, But then so then, I, but then I see uh, the dude Blueface, and he goes, just is, like, cracking his. But then, and I was like, oh, shit, the president is right there in front of you. But the dude, the BKFC president, he turns around, and he grabs the dude that came in the ring to attack Blueface, he grabs him and he's like wrestling him and they fall against the ropes and as they're going against the ropes, Blueface is just like reaching, he's just like and he's just like cracking this dude while the other guys just like they're all giant and then everyone's like swarming him some other dude jumps in there's a ruckus uh, but it's exciting <laughs> what a spectacle uh, but it was good, I like those and then uh, there's some of the other fights who, uh, I can't think of who stands out? Um, but then, then fast forward, yeah, uh, Paige and um, Rachel Ostovich. And <laughs> this is a funny thing. Maybe I can put a picture up too. Uh, in the center of the ring, where it says like BKFC has like their emblem, and then around the outside, it says like BKFC.com, BKFC.com. On either side of the circle, too, in the center of the ring, it had PageFanzant.com and Rachel R A. C H A E L two four seven dot com. So that's the, they're so they're, neither one is on OnlyFans. They have their own, like they do it through their own thing. I get through their own website. Uh, so pagefansant dot com. Oh yeah, I do a review of a while, but man, you need to do one. Go back and see what the new content is. It's research. It's research. Uh, but anyway, so then uh, Rachel Osovich here's to, um, yeah. I'll, I'll just put it up instead of me just keep spelling it. Uh, but anyway, so it was like right center in the middle. Oh, I'll put a picture. It's right in the center of the ring. <laughs> so it's like their two fan sites have like the have bigger, uh, you know, canvas real estate than like the BKFC.com even. So, I mean, those ladies are for sure making good money. And at the very least, like I'm sure they're getting paid well for that fight too but even if they're not the fucking amount of fans like because i knew rachel ostovich had a thing i just never knew what it was and i think most people are like you know you google rachel ostovich only fans maybe i don't know if it's new maybe i haven't looked at hers yet but uh, i guess i have to and not so i can let y'all know what it what's what it's all about um but yeah, yeah i thought it was interesting that they the both of them 
they got so much advertisement real estate on the ma- on, of the canvas. I mean, good for them. That's I, I wonder how if they like offered it or if they're like, hey, in the fight contract, they're like, yeah, yeah, we want this. Just hey, good for them. But I mean, it's good for eyes on them is good for BKFC because right now, like, they're page resent is their biggest draw for sure. Gotta be. I mean, I never, I don't, I wouldn't have bought a thirty something dollar pay per view. Uh, the first time, if if it hadn't been Paige Fenzan, I don't think. Like I'm a fan of uh, Beck Rawlings, but I wouldn't pay 36 bucks to watch her fight Britain Hart, you know. But back then, that Britain, like, but you even so, and also it came with a deal. I think it was like 36 bucks for the pay per view and a year of BKFC, so which paid off because uh, this one. If you so if you have a PKFC subscription, I don't think you have to buy the pay per view because I, I didn't have I just watched it straight through the app. Um, so I guess that's how they do it. Like you can either have a, a membership like the membership and then watch it if you have an active membership, or you can just like one off buy the pay per view. I'll put up the actual. I guess I should know that, but I think that's how it works. I'll put up the actual information somewhere. But yeah, uh, excited to see how that goes. Like pages zero and two now, but I'll watch a fight again. And uh, and what uh, about Ostevich? Hey, good for her. I no telling. Like BKFC, they're on the come up right now. Show that was whatever money they spent on getting Paige over there, it's a game changer for them, even though she's lost two in a row. So, what people still tune in to watch? Well, we'll fucking tune in to watch her next fight, too. But she loses that one, maybe we'll still watch them. <laughs> we're at for, or at least for her, we'll go to pagefans.com for sure. But either way, it's you know, it's exciting, like I said, because like even outside of them, like now I follow Britain Hart, there's a couple other ones too. Uh, fuck the fighters from BKFC, but anyways, they're doing well. Oh, Kayla Harrison, I just heard got a fight. <laughs> News, the next sacrifice. Uh, <clears throat> I think it just got announced earlier. Uh, I'll, I'll put the thing up. I'll double check. But anyways, I just wanted to get one of these out of the way. I haven't done it in a while. Fuck, I can't believe I was talking for thirty minutes with the fucking mic kicked off. What a fucking dum dum. Adam dum dum dum, but um dum dum. Anyways, fun, fun, fun. Maybe I'll just <laughs> I find a lip reader. Someone that like can write a transcript of what my fucking just whatever I was fucking doing. But anyways, <clears throat> that is that. Um. Did I have a thing? Did I have an announcement? Did I have a... Oh, did I not say? Yeah, check out... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, their Discord channel. Go join the fucking Hook and Bond Salon Discord. Go to the fucking uh, hookandbondsalon.com. Go to... Uh, oh, Hook and Bond is on fucking DeviantArt now. So you can go to DeviantArt, look for Hook and Bond. Maybe I'll put a thing up. But I think it's just deviantart.com slash Hook and... Or uh, Co-Hugging. Sorry, 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 sorry. So it's DeviantArt is Co-Hugging. Uh, Instagram, obviously, Cohugan. Facebook now, Cohugan. There's a, or, but there's a Hugan Bond Salon 
um, page now on Facebook or whatever you call. I'm figuring it out. Fucking boomer. Uh, and I think that is it. So, yeah, like, subscribe, smash that like button. <laughs> Fucking, I hate that people say that shit. Do whatever you want. If you listen, if you just listen this long, then fucking good for you. That's that's a win. I feel like so. <laughs> Cause I almost just murdered myself talking. So if you hung in there listening, God, I'm so pissed at that thirty minutes. But anyways, uh, 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 fuck you, later.